What does it look like to fully live on this side of eternity? Liz and I invite you to coffee each week as we find encouragement in God's word, cultivate gratitude in a discontent culture, and embrace the abundant life that Christ came to give. This podcast is for you if you're ready for pop culture deep dives and deep conversations at the Waffle House. If you know, you know. We want this to be a podcast that makes you laugh, think deeply, and gives you practical tools to live fully in Christ. Welcome, friends, to the new season of Abundantly, where Liz and I are officially co-hosting together. We hope that you listened to our episode together all about with the shepherd, and we announced that this summer is just the start of a new era for the podcast, and a part of this new era, which we'll dig into in a little bit, is that we're going to include fun segments at the beginning. It's a fun way for us to get to know you. It's a fun way for us to get to know each other. And um, there's a scripture in um, where Paul's talking about like sharing the gospel with his friends. And I got this from my friend uh, Rachel Autry this week. She said that there's this scripture that he says that he shares the gospel with them, but also his very life because they just um, are so dear to him. And so we just want to create a space on the internet where we're intentional, but we have a lot of fun. So one of our, we're going to unpack two of our fun segments this week, more to come. But Liz, I want to know, what are you writing this week? Yes. So surprisingly I wrote two different blog posts one is for with the shepherd and it was on first Thessalonians partially chapter two and then a part of chapter three but then I also wrote a guest blog so keep an eye out for that I'll have more info next time or you know keep an eye on social media I ended up writing on 1 Thessalonians 4 and didn't expect to or plan to, but it just kind of happened. And so wrote from the same book for two different things. And it was really oh, I love that refreshing, really fun. I hadn't taken the time to really sit down and write in like over probably two months. So it's been a while and I've missed it. So I was writing mm-hmm. on specifically First Thessalonians, and then I'm also, for my newsletter, Toast Tuesdays, have been writing on the Psalms. So I repurposed it. Pretty much all of the newsletters that I've been sending out for the past month have been from last summer, but I'm going to write on a couple of Psalms that I didn't reflect on last summer. So those will be the new ones that come out later this summer. So it's been really fun. What about you? I can't wait. That's so fun. I, so if you've been following along on my Instagram, my goal is to write 1,000 words a week. And so, so far, it's Friday morning, and I'm at like 456 or something like that. Um, And that was my Instagram caption this week um, about losing my grandpa and about my mom's cancer journey and more so (laughs) about how the Lord promises to be with us and everything that we face. And so that came about because 
I finally took the time to do a brain dump of all of the Instagram captions that I had in my head. And so I wrote them all down on a physical piece of paper, which just really helps me sometimes. And so I'm slowly going back to that because it's been a while since I have like, I've been writing, but it's been for a lot of, like you said, for a lot of other people, which I absolutely love. Mm -hmm. Um, But I can sometimes like then lose traction for my Instagram and my blog and things like that. So that's what I wrote this week, but I'm excited to talk about this every week because I'm always working on a lot of projects, but I, I don't do a good job of communicating that to my friends. You know, it's just like on my to-do list. So, yeah. I also have learned when you mentioned about writing your Instagram, like captions by hand, and then eventually, you know, typing them in mm. into the app. I created this like Google Doc probably like two years ago kind of forgot about it and just recently started writing in it again but it's just in my Google Drive and it's called Google Journal just because I don't really journal a whole lot but that's technically a journal for me and I wrote Mm -hmm. an Instagram caption just like you I had been thinking about something for months and it was about me transitioning Mm -hmm. into my new job and leaving my 10-year journey Mm. in higher education Mm. and working with college students. So I realized that was so therapeutic and also very helpful to not spend hours and hours on Instagram. Because when I write captions on the app, I am sitting there forever and getting very distracted. But if I type it, Mm -hmm. reword it, edit it, and then post it, just saves a lot of time. So I just felt like that was a very helpful new way of using Instagram. So I'm going to start doing that. I think that just, yeah, I think that just saves your sanity too. Like it's more fun to know exactly what you want to say before you come into the app. And then when you're in the app, you can just engage with your friends Mm -hmm. versus like trying to find words. Um, And I found that to be really true. Do you have a social media schedule that you love though? That's a great question. I I've been looking on and off for a couple years now because I've technically been yeah. doing social media really to some extent for work. Um, for a while, I was just doing it like a few hours a week for a specific client. And so now it's like mm-hmm. a more full-time gig. But I last month was just like, you know what? I don't, I don't know. I felt very like old school. Like I love technology. And so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to create my own table on a google doc Mm. and i color coded Mm. it and i was like i'm just gonna build it myself this is just the system that i like and then on google docs you can just add similar to like a bullet point list you can do check check Mm. boxes so you can just mark it off when you're done and so i felt very accomplished again this is very old school but right now my system is just Google Doc and then scheduling it on the Facebook Meta Suite Planner feature. So oh, that's a Meta is something special. <laughs> Props to you. I um I run six. Social... Yeah, I run six Instagrams, and so like. Yeah, so you would think that with all of those Instagram accounts that I would have a social media schedule that scheduler that I just love. And I've used a bunch of them. 
Um, I use Planoly for myself for a long time. And I love it because you can see it visually. But then I started focusing on the visual aspect too much and needed to focus more on the content. But then I also don't like focusing only on the content and not at all what the feed looks like. So I'm still hunting even though I've used <laughs> so many. And I, it's easier to think through it, I think, though, for my clients than for myself. Because yeah. I'm just... It's harder to see your own work objectively. So awesome. Well, I'm so excited to talk about what we're writing. And I know that a few of you guys reached out and said, we just want to know more about like what's going on behind the scenes because um, like we enjoy following both you and Liz and like there's always, oh, I contributed to this or you know, but maybe not from the front end of like how an idea um, progresses and what our just writing life is like and how we fit it into our busy, busy days. So I want to know next, Liz, what is in your cart? So I'm going to pull up my Amazon wish list. <laughs> um, I have okay. a lot. Yes. And the category that I have a lot of is household items. Because my husband really? also and I bought a house um, in April. So, we, so we, we moved in in April. And I have from rugs to shower curtains to my most latest obsession is like doorknobs and knobs for drawers and like closet doors. It's very random. <laughs> I have found myself... It matters, though. It so matters. I've always been a really detailed, like, a really detailed-oriented person. But I never mm -hmm. thought about these details because I've always rented, you know, when you, when you live in a college dorm, you have a lot of restrictions. Like, you're not allowed to, like, use right. nails and a hammer or, you know, push pins. Like, you have to be very careful. Command hooks, those sorts of things. So this is our first mm -hmm. time not renting. And so mm -hmm. I just started walking around my house one day. So and was exciting. Like, oh, we have gold doorknobs. Do whatever I want. <laughs> all of the knobs to the closet doors. And we have so many closets now. And I've never had this many closets in my life. So <laughs> right now I have a lot of options. My next DIY, very random. It's all very like little details because I'm not really handy. Like, all I can use is, like, a hammer and a drill, and that's about it. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I just, I'm really excited. My next DIY on my list is I finally painted my front door. And so now I'm going to switch out the mailbox numbers to something a little cuter. So that's next on my list because it's simple mm -hmm. enough. And it just, yeah, I'm very excited to add some more color to our home. So that's what's on my list. It's just a lot of knobs and, like... That is probably what I'll purchase soon. And then some picture frames. And yeah, it's a lot of a lot of household items, a lot of organizing items because yeah. I also love organization. So that's it for me. See, you laugh Top because items. you laugh because it sounds a little silly, but like it's gonna look so good and so yeah, intentional. So it's just weird because it's like, oh, I just have doorknobs in my cart, but like it's going to look so fun. Yeah. Um, 
I was telling Liz that I was always going to have something for this segment because I always have like five cards open, even if I'm going to buy that thing six months from now. Yes. But here's what I'm probably going to buy in like the next month. <laughs> that That isn't my card for real. Um, I recently signed up to um, sell for Beauty Counter because I love talking about skincare. So it was like a really natural, like I'm going to be talking about this anyway. Um, so right now I have the cleansing balm in my cart because there is nothing worse for me right now than like when I've been wearing eye makeup and I, and I remember that I haven't washed my face yet. I hate it. I hate taking off mascara and it's it's supposed to like really, it takes so long that most days I'm, I haven't even been wearing mascara because it's just just so annoying. And I, I hate taking makeup off anyway, but, like, I've been just avoiding mascara because it takes forever when I'm already completely exhausted for the day and just want to crawl into bed. Um, So I'm excited about that because it's supposed to um, smell amazing and, like, take it off faster. So really excited for that. You have to tell me about that. Um, Yeah, I totally will. Um, then I have to pick one of the many things in my Amazon wish list because <laughs> it's like extensive. Yes, um, <laughs> okay, so the most recent thing that I put in was my friend Rebecca George swears by her focus planner. Oh, yes. And I've, I've been dragging my feet on it. Because right now, I have been using a rifle paper company one, and it does help me visually see my my plan for the week. So um, I have a hybrid schedule for my job. I work for myself three days a week, and I work for um, a pregnancy center two days a week. And so, like, it really does help me see, okay, I'm meeting all my Zoom meetings, all my coffee dates. But it, it does not do a good job of encapsulating my tasks. Mm-hmm. And Rebecca says that her focus planner, like, really helps with that. Um, and, and doing both of those things and not just one of them. So that's something in my Amazon wish list right now. Nice. Okay, is this, just to clarify, yeah. is the brand called Focus? Is it, like, full focus planner or is this a different company? Full focus. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've mm-hmm. heard yeah. amazing things. I know. It's just like I always think a planner is going to save my life. Oof. I always think it's going to be the Hello. next notebook that I buy. So, <laughs> so, like, I kind of just want to see through my rifle one for the year, but I also have so many projects going on that I think it would be really helpful for my brain. And help yes. me feel a little more calm and centered. Because I have I have flipped through hers physically before. And I do think it would bring some, like, peace. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love, I just started using a planner that, um, so ironic. I was going to buy a new planner a few months ago when I started transitioning from mm-hmm. working fully from home. And yes. Then I found one in my office, like my home office, when I was unpacking my bookcase. I was like, oh, I won one during a giveaway, not not full focus planner. That would be a dream. But this planner, 
is still pretty legit and I like how it has it has like a habit tracker it gives you room for a to-do list and and I love that as a visual person I do like seeing what is the plan for the month for the week for the day but yeah I get I get what you're saying there's a difference between like a scheduling tool versus like a task management tool like a to-do list so right so how can we merge them so it's like okay I only have one meeting today but my to-do list is five miles long so like my day really isn't free you know yeah yeah so let us know if you found that might be a whole nother episode for us that might be. I think we might yeah. need to just like talk about our jobs at some point because yes. I feel like there's a lot there to talk about. <laughs> yes. And then we could talk about planners, podcast recommendations, books on productivity. I really yes. nerd out with this kind of stuff. My boss the other day started laughing so much because of that. And so, but I love it. It's helpful. Me too. All right. Well, I'm very excited to ask you some questions, Emily. As we launch a new series, before we even get to that, I wanted to just mm -hmm. ask you some questions about why the change, what to expect. And so for those that yeah. maybe haven't caught on, maybe they missed the previous episode, long story short is mm -hmm. I am so excited to get to join Emily and co-host the Abundantly podcast. And so she's had guests on the podcast beforehand. She's done a lot of solo episodes. She's done several different amazing series. So you should still go back and watch and not watch and listen to the older mm -hmm. episodes. But mm -hmm. there are some changes coming. And so can you tell the listeners what what is the upcoming change and what what is in, what inspired that change to begin with? Tell us a little bit about that season. Yeah. So um, before I first started like writing down all the different names. So I would say the idea was born. I was a senior in college and um, I remember being in class <laughs> and like writing a list in the back of my critique notebook of all the names that I wanted it to be. Mm -hmm. And then I was, like, Googling to see what names were available. And so there was a um, – there was definitely the idea from the Lord of, like, I love all the podcasts in my rotation, but this one doesn't exist. And so, like, this one is something I want to create. And the cover art was, like, in my head – um, of what it would be at that time. And I asked, um, a dear internet friend if she would join me and it wasn't the right time for her, but just the, the like texting multiple people about it. I know I texted Rebecca about it. I texted Caroline Looney about it and like, just got my idea out there and like shared it with friends that I was thinking about it. And that was really helpful for me to be like, okay, people are excited about it, but I hate the sound of my own voice. Mm. And 
I, at the time, this is not true anymore, but at the time, I didn't listen to a bunch. I worked for um, Rebecca George at um, Radical Radiance at the time, but I didn't listen to a bunch of my own. Um, so all of that to say, there was this calling and there was the idea, but there was, I don't want to do it alone. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it took me like six more months, um, in October of 2021, um, we started and I did individual podcasts. My first person I ever interviewed was Rachel Autry. It wasn't our first episode, um, but Rachel Autry was my first interview and she was so kind and like sent me a gift card the day my podcast launched. Um, Sweet. I know. And my first guest episode. So the first episode is like me talking about abundance um, biblically. And then my first episode was with like Simple Bible. And we talked about why theology matters. And and I love every single one of those conversations. I intentionally planned them. We will bring guests on again. Mm-hmm. But I did feel like that that draw to still have the richness of a friendship displayed week to week versus a stranger week to week was something that I felt like could bring the uniqueness of what I thought abundantly could be really to fruition. And so all of that brings us here of after the Elizabeth Elliot becoming Elizabeth Elliot book club ended I was just I had so many episodes in my head of what I wanted to do next and I knew I could do it alone but I didn't want to and so I reached out to Liz to be my co-host because in so many ways we are running in the same direction when when uh, Liz and I were first Marco Poloing about this, <laughs> I gave her the illustration of like, I feel like it's that dating analogy that I got in youth group a thousand times. Like, don't go out and pursue someone. Just run in your lane and look over and see who's running beside you. Mm-hmm. And um, Liz and I are running beside each other. Like, we have very similar lanes on the internet and very similar lanes in our ministry, even though it's different. And so I just looked over and I was like, oh, my gosh, this would be who do I want to have coffee with every week? Who do I want to grow with? Who do I want to, like, collaborate with and strategize marketing and content and what passages and what passage of scripture to tackle next, you know? So that yeah. was, like, a very easy, like, okay, Lord, like, um, let's just see what happens. And so I reached out to you, and I was so nervous about it because I was like, uh, I'm just always the too much friend. Like, okay, Emily, we don't have to do a Bible study all the time. Like, we can just get together and talk, you know? Um, and so I was so excited that you saw the natural yes of it, too, of, like, we we love talking about a lot of the same things in scripture, but also pop culture. And so it makes so much sense for us to do this together. Am I missing something that's important? Um, I mean, I think you got it all. I think just a little of yeah. the brief story of us and how we met and connected. Mm-hmm. That sounded really dramatic. The story of us. Is that a Taylor Swift song? <laughs> Um, i mean there's there is one there is one yeah anyways all that to say is it was really cool how 
I loved how you mentioned that analogy because although a lot of people may think that's really cheesy, I think that's actually a very practical, helpful analogy, even with like not just dating relationships, but friendships, because I loved how that could have easily been an opportunity for us to look at one another as competition, but that's Mm -hmm. not what we chose to do is we looked at it as mm -hmm. you know we are sisters in christ no matter how well we know each other or not and so why don't we yeah. bless one another and so i just mm -hmm. loved how we mm -hmm. had originally connected through social media and then eventually probably around two years later this past fall was when we finally met in person and mm -hmm. i just think that that's just the really positive blessing of Instagram, just social media in general, is that mm -hmm. it can actually lead to true connection and friendships. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, so I just wanted to mention that for anyone who is wondering, okay, how do these girls know each other and how they meet? And so, um, yeah, I just yeah. think it's cool to how the Lord brought us into each other's lives in this season of life. And so I had always dreamed mm -hmm. of like, starting a podcast and so when you had reached out to me i was just like this is awesome because i have no idea how to start mm -hmm. a podcast i don't know anything about it <laughs> but i i love you know different kinds of hobbies and passions and outlets and opportunities for creativity and so i was really honored that you asked me to be a part of that so yeah i'm grateful i'm mm -hmm. grateful and excited it's so fun yeah, so I went back all the way in Liz and I's DMs, and the first time she responded to one of my stories was, <clears throat> excuse me, I posted a picture of Jess Connolly and I to share about the release of Glory Girl, the You Are the Girl for the Job version for, for like, preteens, teenagers, and you, like, just put a hard eyes emoji, <laughs> and that was, like, the start really of everything. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then we started chatting more from there. And so it's just been, the Lord is just so kind. Um, and I think last year, if you would have asked me about internet friends, I would have felt this like shame over it because I do know that we are meant for in-person community and 100% fight for that in my life. But after the internet tour, which we can talk about later, <laughs> I kind of did an <laughs> internet tour um internet friend tour last fall um and I didn't know that's what it was going to be before I like left but then that's kind of just how I've like described it to people um it's so real and it, and it is what you make of it and so I'm so excited that we like you said took what could easily be actually I'm going to unfollow her because her work is so much like mine I'm constantly comparing or whatever and we're actually like no I want to see your audience grow I want to see you um ministering on a daily basis in your local context and in your newsletter and I just want to like advocate and cheer for cheer for you so I'm really grateful for that yeah from your perspective Liz what what will this upcoming season look like? How will it be different? How will it be the same? What can listeners expect from us? Yeah, well, what drew me to your podcast originally was I loved how relatable it was and how, mm -hmm. and I don't mean relatable like 
oh, you know, this girl's just trying to be relevant. Like, no, I really appreciated how, <laughs> in case you're wondering, that's not what I thought about you. Um, I just really appreciated how you were striving to learn theology with excellence. And I know that mm -hmm. most of the time when people hear striving, they're like, no, that's bad. That's wrong. But I just mean in a sense of like the effort that you were putting into wanting to share the gospel. I just really mm -hmm. was encouraged by, you know, week after week when mm -hmm. I would listen. And I listened to a lot of the episodes while going on walks around my old neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And it, when I say relatable, it genuinely felt like I was just listening to a friend, like having a phone call long distance. And so mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that about your podcast. And that's what made me want to keep listening was getting mm -hmm. to feel like, oh, I'm listening to a peer who is mm -hmm. going through seasons and struggles. And I really appreciated your episode when you shared about your marriage, when you had Zach. Um, Mm -hmm. on the episode and I was just very encouraged to hear a fellow believer a girl who's around my age in her in her 20s not only sharing about things that are fun and exciting but things that are also very real when it comes to yeah. what does it look like to follow Christ in the context in the culture in the the world that we live in now and so I, yeah, so I'm, I really hope that when women, girls, um, listen to this podcast, that they, that that would really resonate, that they're, that it is worth following Christ. And I, and I mm -hmm. want to just like clarify what I mean by this is I have a lot of friends. Um, I've met a lot of girls when I've done Bible studies and, I think it's really common for Gen Z and millennials right now. I think a lot of people are really struggling with the temptation of they want to live in the world. They want to have fun. They want to experience enjoyment, entertainment, and pleasure. And following Christ mm -hmm. or reading the Bible or any type of spiritual discipline like prayer, a lot of people mm -hmm. view that as being boring or not as interesting or they're not engaging and anyways all that to say is i i want people to be able to listen to this podcast and like we said during our introduction is i want them to be able to be able to laugh with us and there's probably gonna be lots of moments yeah. where we cry on this podcast as well um because i'm a crier mm -hmm. <laughs> and so <laughs> i just i want women whatever season of life that they're walking through and experiencing that they would not only know the hope of Christ, but experience the joy of their salvation. And I think that there's a lot of just Christians. I've met a lot of people who don't know how to fun, how to have fun in ways that are edifying, like clean, safe, those sorts of things. And so yeah, I, I share all that because working mm -hmm. with college students, you know, those are the kinds of conversations mm -hmm. I've had a lot with girls is, you know, how do I be content in my singleness when all I, I just want a boyfriend? And and sometimes those types of motives 
them to be really hard issues like, well, I just don't want to be alone or I just want to have companionship. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's hard. I think it's going to get tougher and tougher for Christians to really walk in righteousness. And, but um, while it can get tougher and tougher, I think being reminded that there is joy in Christ, I think is really important. And it's not yeah. the cheesy kind or the temporary kind, but it's really focused on mm -hmm. the here and now, but knowing that we can look forward to eternity with the Lord, but that we can also experience the abundance life that he offers us right here and right now, you know, while we're here on this earth. Mm -hmm. So I hope that that's what people take away from this podcast. And that's what listeners can expect is a lot of moments of us sharing our own struggles, sharing about the seasons that we're experiencing, but ultimately, hopefully pointing them to the truth of the gospel. And so, yeah, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I'm excited for us to dive deeper into different types of topics. We'll, we'll share a little bit towards the end of um, what our official first season together on the po Abundantly podcast will be. Mm -hmm. but I'm excited to talk about if people are needing and wanting to hear about relationships, dating, singleness, if they, you know, we can talk about family, you know, just relationships is a really broad topic that I think could be really helpful for so many women mm -hmm. listening. So just a lot of that kind of stuff, what books we're reading, what we're writing, what the Lord is teaching us through scripture. Yeah, I think what I'm most, ex like, this brings us to what we're talking about next, but I think what I was really hungry for when I'm listening to podcasts is like I have some incredible podcasts in my like arsenal, right? That are so spiritual <laughs> and like Christianese. And I've grown up in the church my entire life. And I just feel like I I live a very like narrow road life but I can't relate to you and like we're mm. not about all like you said it's not all about being relevant right because we are call are called to be unstained from the world but I think by our fun segments and by talking about the makeup we love and talking about like what show we're laughing about with our husbands at night like I just feel like it's going to be a more well-rounded view of like this is what our actual life is like there's a lot of silly moments there's a lot of grief and there's also a lot of like going to church and digging deep into the word and so I'm excited that we're not a comedy podcast we're not a grief podcast we're not a bible like we are gonna we're, we have all of those things because I believe that an abundant life includes all of those things I believe it it includes grief. It includes sadness. It includes um, going shopping with your friends and like finding something really fun. It includes going on walks and it includes studying the word. So exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. Me too. Yeah. And I just want to reiterate to anyone who's listening that Again, we will dive deeper and explain what we mean by abundant life and abundantly why the podcast is called that in future episodes as well. But just to 
really, you know, clarify with anyone who's wondering what, what are they talking about? What do they mean? Um, it's based out of John 10, 10. And so uh, an abundant life in Christ, we really believe that an abundant life is not the absence of suffering as a Christian, but it is the, the presence of God. It's his fullness, his goodness. And so that's our goal is for us to focus even in the mundane, even when we do talk about grief, even when we do talk about Mm -hmm. struggles and hardships and adversity and suffering, we always want to make sure that we are reminding listeners, reminding our own hearts to really Mm -hmm. focus on the goodness of God. And so, Emily, I would love to hear as we transition to our next series um, in the next episode, just in general with this change, some might say rebranding of the podcast, what... Mm -hmm. What makes you most nervous about this change and what are you most excited about? Mm, What I'm most nervous about um, is always something that I have to like work through with the Lord. And that's the fear of man. Um, When we got really consistent last year in recording the podcast and I was recording with the beautiful uh, Leah Ross um, we, I had people DM me and like, <laughs> I mispronounced a word on the podcast and like, that's what they DM'd me about. And, oh man, what, were they hateful in their message? No, they were not. However, I work full time. I have a family. I have a husband. I have hobbies and friends and so this podcast like I it would be so fun if it was my full-time job but it is what we cram into the margins like I'm working on google docs late at night and so it was very discouraging to receive that just because it was like I'm giving all of my free time to this and so like I want to be humble and receive criticism and like get better because I have a lot of ways to grow and I'm excited that by doing this together we have the accountability to grow and so on one hand that's really great because I know that more people are going to have their eyes and ears on this and so it's going to be that much better but I'm just nervous about that because um I don't want to um claim that I know it all I don't want to um I don't want to talk about my belief and then six months later I actually find out I believe something else, you know, but I think, Mm -hmm. I think that's all in my coming to everyone, to you in the posture of like, this is what I believe right now. This is the gospel truth I'm always going to stand on. But like when it comes to these secondary and tertiary issues, like we're just going to talk about it. (laughs) Um, And I think that makes it more human too, because yeah, maybe there is, you know, I was a totally different person even in November, 2021, you know? So I think it's, that's one of the best parts about it, but that's also what is nerve wracking is like to, to be vulnerable, to grow in front of a lot of other people. Um, it's hard. It's hard for me to like get over that obstacle most days. Right. And I think, what are you nervous about? Yeah. I I mean, I think you described exactly what I would say I'm also fearful of, of uh, nervous Mm -hmm. about is 
we are not we're not experts and i think there's technically i once read this in an article that there's a certain amount of hours in that Mm -hmm. a certain amount of hours that you would actually have to dedicate to like a field of study or a type of work for it to for you to be considered an expert i have no idea it's like thousands of hours so anyways Mm -hmm. i know that some people might say, well, all that is subjective. How do we really know if someone's an expert in their field of, you know, but anyway, so based off of our age range, our education background, I would say, no, we are not experts and we're not claiming to be experts, but we are Mm -hmm. going to share based off of experiential knowledge, you know, what we're experiencing. Mm -hmm. And so it makes me nervous like what you said is criticism is it hurts sometimes it can be constructive yeah and we can speak from our experiences but we're only two people in the world (laughs) and so like we can be totally true even to the word of god and totally true to our, our own experiences and still really hurt someone's feelings because like it wasn't their experience and that's okay um but I really worry about what, how people, how things are landing with people. And I just think with like, um, less curated content, there's the risk that like people will like be really offended by those things or <laughs> people will actually be really invited in by that and both. And so, yeah. yeah. And I think something that is helping me because when you first had asked me, if I wanted to be a part of it, a part of the Abundantly podcast, my like gut reaction was like, absolutely, yes, I'm all in. I love this podcast already. I would be honored to be a part of it. But then immediately after that, I thought, oh, well, what are people going to say? Because jokingly, Mm -hmm. I in the past have been called like an influencer by like previous co-worker <laughs> like just joking around like it wasn't actually serious but like I'm not an influencer I usually only ever share links to things that I actually personally enjoy and I'm not getting any like profit mm-hmm. out of it like f- you know mo- monetary like, profit you know, mon- so I just remember but also like it's a real job like no yes, it's yes. just the world we live no, in yes, you know yes. what I mean like there's no shame in that there's no shame on that even if you are one Liz even if you become one <laughs> it's okay <laughs> maybe you're just like speaking to my soul because I did get an email from a company that I really like and they were like can we send you a free package and you can post about a giveaway and I was like yes I yes? will take my skincare product <laughs> <laughs> But anyways, all that to say, I kind of lost my train of thought, but I just, I I think initially I remember thinking like, oh, like, are people going to tease me and be like, oh, you're such a basic girl. Now you have a podcast and you have a newsletter. Right. And so, but this is so life-giving, like whether if it's a hobby or not, or someone gets paid to do it, this is like so fun. So anyways, all that to say is I think initially I was very nervous about criticism still working mm-hmm. through that that will always be you know mm-hmm. work in progress but i will say the positive side of it is i think i'm viewing this as an opportunity to 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 combat perfectionism because, because with a podcast you can edit it all day long 
Mm-hmm. But my goal is like, my goal is I don't like, want it to be super scripted in the sense of like, I'm just reading off, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. You want it to be real? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what well, I'm most excited about, sorry. <laughs> Were you going to ask me something else? Or are you going to no, bring me back to your yeah. original question? Yeah. Um, what I'm most excited about is I think about – so my favorite podcast to listen to is the Walk in Love podcast. Um, and I think about – I found them last spring. And I think about, <laughs> like, all the hard days – that I've listened to their podcast and I get really excited because they have opened themselves up to vulnerably grow in front of their audience while keeping like sacred things sacred. Right. But like, and I just think about how it's been such a bright light in my life. It's made me laugh. (laughs) It's made me cry. Like, they have that in their introduction, actually. And um, I get excited that there is someone out there that, like, needs to read Toast Tuesdays. And they're going to find it because of Abundantly. We have someone that is going to really enjoy following us on Instagram stories every day. And, like, they're going to find us because their friend shared it in their Instagram stories. Um, and... I'm really excited to have coffee with you every week. I'm really excited to be creative and make graphics with you. I'm really excited to study the word and in the best ways have to make steps forward in my writing and in um, the things that I'm called to do. But I think the transformation of... um, you know, Walk in Love podcast has helped me so much in my marriage and like how I how I um, come to healthy conversations. Yeah. And so a lot of things that we've talked about in this podcast is like people are going to go from being really worried about abundant life, meaning that they're not going through hard things or that they have a certain amount of money in the bank account or they don't have these really challenging family relationships or something like that. And I'm excited that women are going to find freedom and truth. They're going to find the truth of the gospel and the standard that we're called to, to walk worthy of our calling. But they're also going to be so freed up to, to walk with Jesus and be, and just be his friend. (laughs) Um, Because Jesus said that when um, we follow his commands, he calls us friend. Uh, That's obviously a paraphrase, but um I'm excited because I think a lot of women know the truth or they know the experience. And I think through the plans that we have for the podcast, I pray um, that they get to experience that as a result. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's, that's an encouraging reminder to remember that that obedience is is like an an overflowing it's a response to christ's love yeah so it shouldn't be it was never meant to be burdensome or heavy or not always necessarily easy but it is simple so yeah i'm encouraged Mm -hmm. to have that reminder that our obedience is is one that should be a joyful 
response to the Lord's kindness and goodness mm-hmm. towards us. So, well, yeah. we're going to wrap up this episode and we're both just very excited for this next season. I don't season. want it to end. I know. I want to keep talking. <laughs> I'm also like, well, but the good yeah. news is that we're going to be talking a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. We both got to get back to work. This is our lunch break. Um, but we're excited for all of you that are listening to join us next week as we kick off a three week series on John 10 10, which is going to be called So Much Greater. We will look at how Jesus mm-hmm. is opposite of the enemy of our souls that is described as killing, sealing, and destroying. And we will revisit what abundance really means for the Christian and so much more. So we can't wait for you to tune in to that series. I cannot wait to talk about how Jesus gives, restores, and rescues us with you. Something my new church home has been doing is commissioning us into the week with the same scripture over and over. Um, I've been Protestant my whole life, but this new church like brings like rituals and liturgy in some ways, which I just like really, really love. So it's just been really sweet, a meaningful ritual. So our version of that is I'm going to commission you now with Ephesians 3, 20, 21, with the true meaning of abundantly being for the glory of God alone. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen.